Hi, this is Jay Todd Anderson, and you are listening to an archival episode of Filmically Perfect. That party feel-good sound can only mean another edition of Filmically Perfect on 91.3 WYSO. Good day to you. I'm Nikki Dakota, your host, joined in the studio today by one of the finest storyboard artists in the business today, storyboard artist for the Coen Brothers for 20 years and counting. We won't count past the 20, and he's also our film guy. He's J. Todd Anderson. J. Todd, welcome. It's always my pleasure, Nikki Secret Dakota Ring. <laughs> also via the phone line, our other fil- film guy, and some say the better half of the film guy duo, but not all. And he is His the wife. largest frame, <laughs> brain, <laughs> the largest frame brain in at least North America and perhaps beyond. He is our man at the Library of Congress, the Nitrate Film Archivist at the LOC. He is George Williman. George, welcome. You know, I really love doing these by the phone because I don't have to wear pants. <laughs> We actually have you on a video link yeah. hookup, and we can only see from the waist up. Also, a very special Thank guest goodness. in the studio for this uh, special edition. He is the president of River Coast Film Distribution. And they say that radio is an occupational hazard. <laughs> he is Mike Catchman, and welcome, Mike. Hi, thank you. Glad hey, to be here. You bet. We are uh, having a very, very special edition of Film Looking Perfect today, wrapping our three-part series, and this will be sort of the three-and-a-half in our very special first-ever hour-long when we're taking your phone calls. Uh, you can call in and ask the film guys uh, any question about making... We would, en- we would encourage you to um, talk about what we've been talking about for the last three weeks, how to make a movie. That's why we... You know, took Catchman away from his busy day to bring him in here. So if you have questions about distribution, which you can never get that on radio, you get to ask it here. Yeah, hey, hey. So consider it. All these uh, all these frame brains, if you will, these movie moguls standing by to take your phone calls about making a movie. And uh, you can do it. It is well within your grasp. You've been listening we for the last three We approved it because weeks. we have made a movie called My Mummy, which you can buy. <laughs> Even the film guys yeah, you can, can make a New movie. New Carlisle has a little special depot right where we shot Earl's Antique Rama. You can go and buy it right there. There's a big sign. It says, buy my mommy right here. You can also rent it at Hollywood Video, yes. Movie Gallery, yep. and Netflix. And Netflix. A lot of places to get a movie, and this you is a, you a can success buy it, story. You can buy it through our website, perfectmovie.net, and uh, we'll send it right out to you. Go right out the next day. Uh, and you also get to all sorts of, you get thrown in for a drawing to win a Big Lebowski poster once you buy it through our website. One of the films and that, we'll that, that Jay Todd worked on, indeed. And um, all sorts of other things. We have posters. You know, you can uh, get your own My Mummy humongous poster. My right. Mummy, what's the what's the remainder of the title? The, uh, tomb? the tomb is a drag without her. Not to be confused <laughs> with The Mummy, The Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. No, 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 no. The, you want to get My Mummy, The Tomb is a drag without her. Gotcha. So. Okay, as we will remind you now and uh, whenever you ask, My Mummy, not a perfect movie. However, generally when we gather here, uh, we are uh, speaking of movies that very strictly meet a set of rules that uh, there's no compromising here. It is set in stone, etched somewhere on a mountainside. Are these rules? And gentlemen, the rules are? Well, we we send Bud Enski up there to carve it in there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The rules are, the movies that we criticize and we talk about on this show, they create the world they exist in. And they wholly sustain that way. And regardless of changes in society, our perfect movies retain their meaning and entertainment value. 
And perfect movies are never placed in any referential or preferential or <laughs> order or referential. Each film is perfect by its own scale. So that is yeah. the uh, Did the we mention that My Mummy is not a perfect not movie? Not a perfect movie. <laughs> no. It is the umbrella we gather on every day, under, I should say, uh, on this rainy day, uh, to discuss movies and all their aspects. And on this day, a very special one, we're asking for your calls. The number locally is 937-769-1998. Ask a question of the film, guys. Again, that's 937-769-1998. If you're calling from anywhere across the country, it's uh, toll-free. You can dial 800-776-0090. Again, that's 800-776-0090. And uh, ring on through to the film, guys. Uh, so we're, we have uh, George and Jay Todd and Mike all here who have been involved in the making of a, a movie under the radar, if you will. I mean, to say not with any, you know, you did it yourselves. And I just want to know how, how you realized that, that you could. What was the moment you thought, we're going to make a movie? Well, we, we we did know that technology is far easier to make movies nowadays than it was because we have electronic editing and we had digital cameras. And um, that takes a lot of the work out of making movies because it used to be you had to buy film and you had to get it processed. You'd send it overnight and then, then it'd come back and then you'd have to transfer the, di- the uh, negative. And so it's much easier to make a movie nowadays. Um, so you knew it was within your grasp technologically. Yeah, and we had done it in college, only it was harder. Uh, and then right. I've been... In college, I mean, we'd shoot it on 16 millimeter and then send it off to a lab in New York, uh, and it would be several days. It would be almost a week before the dailies would get back. Wow. That's the, the stuff dailies, we dailies shot. Being you a, had yeah, no idea, you know, it's what it was going to look like, and it was a big mystery. Um, we didn't even have, when I first started, there wasn't even video taps on the camera where you could watch it where you were shooting. Um, uh, okay. We got a caller uh, ringing through, and we do welcome Mo. Mo, welcome. Welcome. Hey, how are you doing? Very well. Do you have a question for the film guys? Hey, Mo, is your last name Larry Cheese? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. My Mo, last Mo, name. Mo. For all you Stooges <laughs> fans out there, <laughs> Mo Larry Cheese. Mo Larry Cheese. Mo Larry Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my, uh, my question is quite simple. Uh, um, I'm interested in finding out about how hard it is to get your film to straight to DVD with the process, you know, things of that nature. So, Well, lucky you. We just happen to have the, <laughs> the president of distribution of River Coast, River Coast Distribution, and his name is Mike Catchman, and I think he could probably answer your question. Mo, where are you right now with your film? Um, actually, I'm not in film. I'm not in filming at all. I've been in the music industry for. I was in the music industry for about three, four years. We, the furthest we got was getting uh, my artist onto uh, PlayStation Two games with Midway. So we're interested now in find, you know looking in the direction of video and uh, straight to uh, DVD things of that nature. So that's where we are, and. Um, this is a very, very good opportunity just to, you know, to talk to someone like yourselves, practitioners in this, in this sense. So. Well, what we usually do at River Coast is we receive the film, the finished good, and we review it and we go back to the um, filmmaker and explain how commercial it is. And then we will then work with the filmmaker on the artwork, depending on the uh, personalities that they have in the film, the star power, that kind of thing. And then we, uh, if we decide to take it into distribution, then we'll go ahead and design the artwork with the filmmaker, making sure we have all the uh, 
all the uh, you know bells and whistles that we need to make it work off the shelf, and then we'll uh, go ahead and we'll take it to our customer base and see if it will sell. Well, and as we learned last time, the most the three most important things about getting someone to uh, purchase and or rent your movie is the artwork, 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 artwork. So, um, uh, given that, um, in the review process, when someone brings you a movie, I mean, how is that done? Do you like field test it? Do you have a, a, a what do they call it, a, a focus group that looks at that, or is it just you as professionals? And, as and scary you know? as this sounds, it's really done by the staff at River Coast. We all been in the business well over. 100 years so we all we all wow. review the we all review it's the not movies. to be confused with the staff of Film Weekly Perfect that's on the 18th floor of the building where Bud Inski tries to like you know that's true that's true but Inski but Inski is not involved he could be if you, he wants we're to lucky if you want him to we'll bring him on <laughs> uh, but we usually review the movie and everybody's got to have an idea of what their account base will do with that type of film and then we get right back to the filmmaker and give him an answer does that Excellent. clear it up for you, Mo? Yes, thank you so much. That's a wealth of knowledge right there. I really appreciate it. No Thanks, problem, Mo. Take care and let us know when you have a finished piece. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Mo. The number to call is 937-769-1998. That's local, 937-769-1998. Or if you're listening online, we encourage you to call and uh, we'll pick up the cost, 800-776-0090. Again, that's 800-776-0090. A very special edition of Filmically Perfect when uh, we help you realize that making a film is well within your grasp. Yeah, and speaking of that, we're going to be having the very, very uh, sensational Seven Silly Minutes contest brought to you by Frozen Turkey Pictures and uh, my mommy and through WYSO's Filmically Perfect show here. And we're going, in, in the next week, we're going to unload all these prizes and details on how to make Seven Silly Minutes and be in this film contest. And we will, uh, the details are coming in as we speak. Um, but it's getting to, it's, it's, it's firming up and it's definitely going to happen. So basically we're looking for your film that has to be funny, right? That's, that's the, right. And next week when we go back to making, talking about regular movies, you're on your own, folks. You know, you got to make these movies. Uh, you have to go back and listen to all these, the, the four shows on how to make a movie. Uh, then you're on your own. You got to like make these, uh, these seven silly minutes and they have to be funny. And they, and seven funny, seven minutes or less, right? No longer than seven minutes. Yeah, we'd seven, like, seven, that is, minutes. seven minutes is the exact duration of an old Warner Brothers cartoon. <laughs> Isn't that right, George? That's correct. I love it. I love it. Seven silly minutes. So uh, keep your ears peeled. we got some very nice prizes lining up and uh, may even be some cash involved and certainly some equipment and some uh, tools that uh, every filmmaker needs to uh, get the job done. And, again, it's truly within your grasp. If you have a film question, give us a call. It's 769-1998. You can call and uh, let it ring. We'll get to you in the order that you ring through. 769-1998 or toll free across the country. 800-776-00. Gentlemen, have you ever been completely amazed by a movie that uh, got made and maybe on a, a shoestring budget and got out there and somehow all the all the cogs in the wheel meshed and everything well, turned? Well, you know, the, the Blair Witch uh, thing right. was one of those masterpieces of marketing, you know, that was started yeah. out as a small, small <laughs> little trashy movie and then it just became a big trashy movie only it had... You know, really slick marketing. To it was it. hugely successful, yeah. wasn't it? And I think I think most of it was due to the marketing of the film, the the website and the 
Well, the website, I think, was probably the biggest single thing that made that movie a success. Well, Artisan, the people at Artisan built a little marketing campaign. They, <laughs> they bought it from the filmmakers for not for you know a reasonable amount of money, which those right. guys are very, very pleased with. And then they took it and they marketed it on television, and they made this little documentary film, which I bought instantly. I thought it was real. And, um, <laughs> um, and then, you know, they... They, they I thought it was real too. insurmountable success after that, and I I call it a trashy movie because I'm absolutely jealous of their success on that. <laughs> so we, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I always uh, marveled at that, and I was totally sucked in by the beginning. And I guess so. There's a if you're if you're clever and tricky, you might be able to uh, sort of like front load the interest in your movie. So we could use that. As well, if, a, it was, uh, if it was a sure sign that it was success, because everybody hated them in Hollywood. Then you know, when everybody hates you in Hollywood, you're doing something right. <laughs> honestly, ask a question of the film guys seven six nine nineteen ninety eight or toll free across the country eight hundred seven seven six zero zero nine zero. We go to uh, PR in. Dayton. Hey, PR, you got a question hey. for the film guys? I sure do. I participated in the uh, Cincinnati 48 hour film competition Ooh. this last June. This is sort of like that, only ours is, it has to be funny. You know? <laughs> it's just got to be funny. We don't want any things about, you know, death, right. dying, death. suicide. Now, ours was going to be hilarious, and you can tell by how I say that, that we weren't successful <laughs> in creating that 48 hours. So, do you have any advice for for me for next year when I try it again with my small crew trying to create a film in that hectic period of time? Yes, I do have advice. You should like sign up for our contest next week. Yes, and, you should. And then uh, well, I plan on it. Do do seven minutes worth of funny instead of trying to make like ninety minutes worth of funny. Okay, you know? but even yeah. so, so let's so you're definitely going to enter the seven silly minutes, correct? Yeah, and then for next year during the forty film, and, and basically it's explain to us the premise on this. It's you have to begin and complete. A film within 48 hours. Right. It starts on Friday. They give you a genre. They give you a character. They give you a line of dialogue and a prop. And with those four criteria, you have to create a film within 48 hours. And it's got to be between four and seven minutes in length. And it's got to be delivered, you know, within that period of time. So do you have advice for someone who has to work fast and dirty? Do you? Have some advice. Oh, you're for talking someone. to me. Yes, I would be talking. <laughs> not talking to me. I don't. I don't understand that question at all. <laughs> I thought, see, you know, whoa. Of course, George isn't there. Where did he go? No, no you know what it is. You thought you thought it was a distribution question, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> um, yeah, I tell you, the only way to make something funny is just keep doing it, you know, because the the silent filmmakers of the of the 20s, that was their advantage is they got to keep they got to play through their mistakes and they got to keep working. But making funny stuff is not easy as you'll find out when you watch my movie, <laughs> which right. The thing is is you have to keep doing it because once you do it, then you kind of understand, you know, how it kind of works. And I've seen bigger filmmakers than us try to make funny movies and it's it is a gift you know and the only way you can like exercise that gift is you have to smoke it out by doing it over and over and over again so maybe if you leave yourself open to being able yeah, to work with whatever little foibles you've you know the stand-up guys have got it in spades you know because they know how to time a joke you know so the continuity errors are completely out the window with those guys nobody cares because they they can make it happen but when you start cutting funny together on movies and that's a whole different deal how to time a joke when you're cutting it where does the reaction happen and we learned a lot on my mommy on how to drop that reaction in the right place and again the only way you do it is you just do it you so know? basically you just mark it set go are you allowed to sleep in that 48 hours well you can but you know, it's a waste of time <laughs> well we'll have to put that shaving cream on well, your face well, and everything let, let you're sleeping. that's right we did that actually it happened 
when they sure. assign you a genre in the contest, I mean, is a genre like it'll be a crime movie or a western or a comedy or a Exactly, and we had road movies, so we oh, had to make no. everything mobile. Oh yeah, we didn't have oh, any that car rigs. Like no green screen or anything, huh? No, we didn't do. We could have, but we didn't. We used a little convertible VW Bug, which made some shots a little easier for us. Sure does. Yeah, convertible <laughs> great. Yeah. Nice. Well, do you feel? Uh, do you feel that you have a little bit then to go on uh, for seven silly minutes and your uh, forty-eight hour film? For I sure. can't say well, that. That's a tough one. It, it is, really is. Forty-eight tough. hour film festival. Yeah. So Watching some of those, I, I think I missed some content there because I just got in the car and started listening. So when does it kick off? Well, we want you to be vigilant. Really, within probably the next week, we'll have all the details up. We're lining up some very, very nice prizes um, that can be used in the making of further films, and also something to feed your belly maybe while you're uh, at the business. But a lot of really cool things. We're calling it Seven Silly Minutes, and please keep your browser uh, pointed to wyso.org and perfectmovie.net. You get about seven weeks to do this thing. The so details. It's not like a forty-eight hour cram job. You know, you get. Minimum? Nope. No, All but right. just no profanity or anything like that. Yeah, sure. it has to be clean. Yep. Uh, PR, we will look for your submission for Seven Silly Minutes and uh, keep us posted on what you're up to. And uh, seriously, write to the film guys at filmguys at perfectmovie.net. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh, the number to call if you would like to ring through to the film guys and Mike Catchman is 7691998. That's 7691998. Toll free across the country if you're listening online. 800-776-0090. We go now to Beaver Creek and speak with Chris. Hello, Chris. Hi there. Welcome to Filmically Perfect. Thank you. Do you have a question for the film guys? Yeah, I just wanted to say that I've been using them to help put my collection together, and but I missed a lot of it, and I just wanted them to. I wanted to ask them how I can get a complete listing. I just go to our website. They're all there, and you can listen to all the shows, all 80 They're of them. All what if yeah. I archived. don't have a computer? Is there, can you send me, if I mail you an envelope or something? Sure, sure, absolutely. We'll copy it, and we'll send it to you. Because um, we guarantee that list that you're going you're gonna to watch at least one or two great movies in there that are going to oh, like upset that. your life. I've already you know, so. got a bunch of them from what you guys have suggested. I'm, I'm trying to put a, together a collection of only the best movies, not any junk. Well, well, we don't. <laughs> I'd like to say good we don't luck on any, that one. <laughs> I'd like to say we don't deal with any junk, but we are selling our own movie right now. So. Yeah. yeah, so there'll be that one. But then the rest of those, yeah. What, uh, who do I write? How do I write to you? Uh, when I'll tell you why. You hang on, and uh, we'll get an address to yeah, you. Yeah, okay. Peter, can you grab an address uh, from him, or, or actually, Peter can give you our mailing address, and if you'd uh, send a, a self-addressed stamp envelope, we would just be more than happy to send that along to okay. you. Okay. It's just a part of what we do, <laughs> a little uh, making the the world of movies brighter and more uh, satisfying, filmically really perfect. It. It's my favorite show. Oh, hey, well, you're saying all you. the right things. You sure are. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris, you hold, and Peter will be back there with you. And uh, and get that information for you. All right. Hey, thanks for calling. You're welcome. All right. The number to call for your question to the film guys is seven six nine one nine nine eight. That's seven six nine nineteen ninety eight. Or toll free across the country eight hundred seven seven six zero zero nine zero. If you get a busy signal, try right back, and uh, <laughs> we'll do our best to get right to you. 
Filmically Perfect uh, happens every Friday. You can find us online, by the way, if you'd like to learn a little bit, of, little bit more about the process of making your own film. Do check our last three uh, editions that are available as uh, audio archive at perfectmovie.net. You can pick us up at npr.org or, of course, a lot of information here for uh, at wyso.org. Uh, gentlemen, if there's one thing that you have learned that was the most valuable in the process of... Uh, of uh, making a movie, what was the one thing that maybe was an unexpected twist that you didn't realize, but was a, a solid lesson learned that uh, that will direct you for the rest of your life? Is there something that you can point to that just really uh, turned your head around? That's a George question. Of course it is. Let's see. One thing that I, if um, wait, gosh. <laughs> What did you learn, there's a, I mean, Hey, there's a couple of them. One, uh, one of the most important ones is make sure your cast and crew are well-fed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they food, work much better food if solves insurmountable fed. problems. I guess it would, really, yeah. yeah. That's sort of like a thing that you might not make uh, proper provisions for. Cool. All right. That's right. Another thing is that no matter how hard you try, you never know what your script is going to come out like when you actually start filming it. Because so be open. People, if people were to actually, you know, watch my mummy and then sit down and read the script that we that we went from, they would be amazed because there are things that we wrote that we just loved that for whatever reason we were not able to do in the movie and we had to like work our way around them to to make the story fit back together. Because so, some of them were, were things we thought, you know, were were very important or would have been really neat to do, but finances and time and and time being what it was, we just couldn't do them. So I guess a certain openness would uh, yeah, so you, would serve you, you well. Be, you've got to be ready and open to be able to do that, or you'll never you'll never get done. Yeah, I, I just think the biggest problem is just getting it done. You know, yeah, <laughs> doing done. it maybe. I just mean, a, not the biggest problem. But the thing that you're going to learn is that even when you can't, you don't think you can solve. You know, get things done. You can get it done. And so many people make movies, and even in the big leagues, you know, they just. The bondsman comes in and they get wrecked, you know, yep. and they they have to complete the film. That what I, when I say as a bondsman is that most motion pictures are guaranteed to be completed. Um, oh. When a certain amount of money is is thrown into the kitty for financing, like a couple million or twenty million dollars, they have a bond. They purchase an insurance bond, and that means that if you fall behind a day or two days behind the bonding company will come in and finish your film for you because oh, the investors yikes. need to be reassured. That's the business of the thing. It's not, the, there's not, not much glamor in the bonds trade. Uh, when those bonds people come in to finish the film, they have to get back on schedule and they That's start right. firing people and it's not a very, very pretty thing. So when you start making your small movie, you can start, um, getting those habits down where you finish things. In the film school, I noticed back when we were at Wright State, I'd say there was always people who never got their movie done, and um, it starts right there, you know, because it, um, it's. I always use the illustration. Um, you ever see those nature films and the turtles, you know, they come up and they lay their eggs on the beach, sure. you know, and then, you know, you see all the passage of time, mother turtle swims out to the ocean, you know, and, <laughs> and you watch the eggs in the sun and then the magic day arrives and these eggs all break open, these little baby turtles, you know, they got to scramble because about 300 yards to the ocean because the mama turtle is going to make it past the 
tied to lay her eggs so they're safe. Right. There's and no there's mama like... turtle in sight, and those little baby turtles are running for the ocean. You know, there's thousands of them, thousands. And then they always take the camera and pan it straight overhead, or they tilt it straight up, and there's all these seagulls flying oh, around. Oh, yeah. And they come down, Most and of they them just don't make... they wipe out all the baby turtles. <laughs> they got the Bogner music, you know. And then... And those seagulls come down, and they strap those little baby turtles, and they kill them all. And there's, like, one baby turtle that's making it for the ocean, you know. And the little, and it gets in the ocean, and then a big fish comes and eats it. Yeah. That's what I always say. That's the movie business, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, if, you have a, if you're a turtle and you hope to make it to the ocean despite all odds, give us a call. Talk, Ask they, the film guys a question. 769-1998. That's 769-1998. Or toll free across the country, 800-776-0090. So tenacity has a big Yeah, big I'm sure regard. you know there's, there's turtles that have made it because they got the big mama <laughs> sea turtles out there. But I'm telling you, sometimes those odds are low. And a lot of that is attrition. People you just can't finish their film you know right. they just can't complete it um you don't want to be that baby turtle you know you want to at least go out kicking in some <laughs> seagull's mouth or else and you know in the ocean you might be able to become a big mama sea turtle you know that's that's the Blair Witch Witches and, and right, right. Well, what's, what's our favorite movie? The uh, George, what's that about the organist? We liked it. Oh, uh, Carnival of Souls. Yeah, Carnival of Souls is one of the baby turtles that made it. You know, it's still watched today. It was a cheap little movie, very much like My Mummy. You know, but it was it's, it's the course. best. It's the best horror film ever made in Lawrence, Kansas. You know, I actually I distributed <laughs> that film. Did you way back when? I think that's like in wasn't that in the eighties? Oh, that was the sixties. But, I mean, I think it came out on DVD or yeah. VHS back then. would have been the 80s. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes, I distributed that. I think a company was Vid America back then. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. It's a special film. Perfect. We're here with the storyboard artist to all the big stars, J. Todd Anderson, the archive, the nitrate film archivist for the Library of Congress, George Williman, and the president of River Coast Film Distribution, Mike Catchman. Looking for your telephone calls. If you have considered making a movie, this is a golden opportunity to speak to uh, someone who can answer some of the nuances of the aspects of making a movie on your own. 769-1998, the number to call. That's local, 937-769-1998, or toll-free, 776-0090. If you had one, uh, I, I like the idea that it's really like, just like tenacity gets it done. Maybe, it that's, maybe that's one of the tenacity. biggest factors. I mean, and it just doesn't go for production. I mean, there's a whole distribution world of making movies, and Mike can tell you it's tenacity over there. You know, it's, it's, that's the only thing. You know, you can't eat movies. They're not food. They're not. They're entertainment. So, it takes that extra intestinal fortitude to get a movie done. We're going now to Tony. Tony is calling in from Kettering today. Tony, thanks for calling and welcome to Filmically Perfect. Well, thank you. Hey, I had a quest, quick question for the guy. Yeah. Yeah, my son is interested in directing. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah. How old is and, your son? Yeah. And I don't know if this is up your alley, but his question for me to ask you guys is, you know, he wants to he wants to get started and doesn't know where what he should do to get started. Seven silly minutes. That's what he should do. <laughs> Enter the WYSO Filmically Perfect uh, Seven Silly Minutes contest that's coming up, and uh, that's a good place to start. To do it. So maybe doing it as a place on your own. Just start out and, and do something instead of, like, maybe waiting around, maybe be the spearhead for the uh, – the absolutely event. get out there and start that's the i 
absolutely 100% go so doing yeah. it is the big part and the tenacity so just just do it you know there's always film festivals you got to have an MO I mean you can sit around and watch this stuff all by yourself if you want but they're really for audiences you know um, and that's what you want to do is make it so it's going to be for an audience and you got to watch it and watch it and watch it and watch it and uh, so like for instance seven silly minutes you know you're going to get in front of an audience and then we're going to like make a big deal about it if somebody wins that's a step right there and there's all sorts of there's more film festivals than there's ever been now there's a plethora of those things out there um tony how old is your son he is uh an eighth grader he's 13 oh so he's very young so he so he's has he tried his hand actually directing something that's gone to film does he like direct his uh his uh, classmates or something at this point what is he exactly is he up to well, he's uh, he's a budding actor, I guess. But you know, since he was five, he said, "Now nah, I want to be a director." Wow! I don't know if he's bossy or what it is, but that's what he wants to do. Why do these kids <laughs> never say they want to run a film a studio? Camera. Why? Yeah. Why do they say I don't want to be a movie mogul? I want to mash people. I want to like <laughs> make movies. <laughs> 50 movies and pick one out. You know, you're really, you're really that, hurting you know? me here. You're really hurting me here. That's not true about me. I want to be there's like some Harry of us out Cohen. There's there some of oh, us out there that are very nice. Believe it. <laughs> Tell I your son. like Jack Warner. I want to. Yeah, they always want to be a director or an actor or something. You know, they never want to, like, run a film studio. So has he been in any, like, does he do any of a, a school, like, you know, plays or any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, he's doing uh, Town Hall Theater in Centerville. Cool. He's done numerous things there. He's actually doing something right now. Uh, how how to eat like a child. <laughs> so it, does he? Does he? Uh, is he involved in a director's capacity? In these at this point, he's acting, but he realizes that he'd really rather be in that uh, director role. Yeah, I think he wants to put together horror films. That's his passion. Wow. Oh boy, you better. I hope you can sleep at night with that deal going on. I know. Make sure yeah. you get him plenty of, you know, like a lot of dull knives in the house. A lot of Christmas, dull knives. You know, in get him a prosthetics kit. You know. Right. So, I think you're going to see seven silly minutes from this kid. That's what we want. Oh, All right. Boy. Beautiful. Seven silly minutes. That's what we need. It's going to be funny too. You know, Jay Todd. What I'm thinking. Maybe I take the winner and try to. Find a distribution, something, something. Now that that's some incentive right there for you that listeners. Is. You got a place to put this movie through River Coast Distribution. How's that going to oh, That'd be interesting. I that's... think that'd be a good idea. All or right. maybe tag it on, like include yeah, it in could... the distribution of another film. Yeah, we could just at least you know it, you know play it somewhere, see what how it goes, and show it to some customers. There you go, folks. We got distribution already for seven silly minutes. Hey, so... We know that the the next generation of Spielberg, Scorsese's, and Ed Woods are just out there waiting to be discovered. It's true, and this is actually a really exciting Notice opportunity. Notice that George puts Ed Woods in there with Spielberg and Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> which brings me... Auteur, Ed Wood was the auteur of all auteurs. Hey, which brings me to another question. But first of all, I'll say, Tony, um, uh, point your son and yourself uh, to perfectmovie.net. Keep your eyes peeled. We'll have the details of the contest coming really within just a matter of days now. And, uh, and certainly we'll make an announcement here. But it's a great opportunity. And um, uh, yeah, we'd we'd love to see it. Make sure you mention that uh, um, this is Tony from Kettering's son when you uh, send it in, because I'd be real interested to see what a young uh, filmmaker uh, would would uh, send to us. So uh, hey, Tony, thanks for calling. Thank you. All right. So I want to know, which reminds me of a 
So his son wants to make horror films. My Mummy is a horror film. It's a Ed, spoof. It's not a horror okay, film. Okay, it's a spoof of a horror film. But what is it about that genre that particularly is uh, is attractive? I mean, it seems to me that most of the locally made films, movies that uh, that I've had much experience with um, that were made in towns that I lived in have been horror films. What is that? You can it's make a sure market. You can make them on the... Not the, I wouldn't say the cheap, but you can make them okay. economically Why? feasible. So Why? Why are they cheaper? Because there's, you know, you're slicing up things, and that's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, know, you put a guy in a basement, you tie him up, you get out some knives, and well, you put scary music on. I mean, how much can it cost? I, I think it's so interesting if you look back, even when you know George Romero in Pittsburgh, a very successful uh, industrial filmmaker. Making commercials, making uh, I mean, working day and night in Pittsburgh, when when he and his little crew come to make, you know, decide we're going to make a movie, the first thing they settle on is a horror movie, and in particular, and in particular, a somewhat gory horror movie because it was something that could not be seen in the theaters at that time. So now also we have you want to remember Night of Living Dead that, hmm. that a horror film, let's say you're you're going to make a romantic comedy, you know. Okay, well, that's, you know, trying to get a reaction or a response out of somebody is a little bit different than that, not unless they're going to jump into bed, of course, you know. Then it's no longer romantic. It, it moves into porn really quick when you do that stuff, which is another cheap aspect <laughs> well, ratio yeah. of making movies, which is porn. That's but, a different contest. Yeah, but yeah. in a horror film. Entirely. Two quick minutes. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> This is a very special edition of Filmically Perfect on 91.3 WYSO. We're asking for no, your... That's, yeah, that's going to be seven sloppy seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, we're talking about horror films, too, here, so... Well, they're always in a cabin, too, aren't they? You notice that? They're always in a cabin. They're always in a cabin or in the woods, because it's cheap out you there. you can go just get... Well, they, the, just the horror films... Always, you uh, always have to use violence to make a horror film, almost always. Mm -hmm. And that means style, instantly. Right. That's like instant style, and where you have to kind of work at your style and other things. Um, you can just put on a cowboy hat and shoot somebody. The style doesn't come as easily as it does in a horror film, where you can <laughs> instantly possibly get a reaction out of somebody by wounding somebody or lacerating them or using the color of red, which is blood. Right, right. And some people are easily drawn to that because it's it's easy to get get scared you know it's easy well, to get hurt it's and i, I think a really a really good low budget example of, of just what you're saying about style you know and and making a movie with no budget but loads of style that keeps your interest my mummy what well, besides that one uh <laughs> would be sam raimi's evil dead the first evil dead that he and some friends did you know on 16 millimeter years ago that is still kind of a benchmark for low budget horror films and almost because where yeah where they didn't have a lot of money, they replaced it with these wild camera movements and angles and whatnot that, that consistently keeps your interest. If you're going to pop somebody's eyeball out, you're going to get a reaction out of that somehow. <laughs> I don't care if it's a laugh or it's, you know, popping somebody's eyeball out is instant style, and that's kind of what attracts people to making horror films. And uh, generally, and this is not a rule because there are no rules in the movie business. Nobody knows anything, according to Mr. Goldman. Um, but... <laughs> The more expensive a horror movie is, the worse it is. It, it's just oh, almost the low-budget horror film is what every, is the high-stakes, 
you know, uh, championship is to make something right. as cheap as they can, as effective as they can, and, and it's always a horror movie, of course. But when you like uh, the Anne Rice movies that had Tom Cruise and anything, those weren't so good as the books because they had these big stars in Because you could you use know? your own low-budget imagination to fill in the, the creativity is, is obviously uh, in use when you're making a cheap movie because the more expensive a movie is, the less freedom the filmmaker has. Do you, you know? have a question about your cheap movie or your very, very classy, expensive uh, proposition? We will answer your questions on this edition of Filmically Perfect. Ask the film guys or Mike Catchman, who uh, does film distribution, 769-1998 locally. That's 937 769 1998 or call toll free if you're streaming us across the nation 800-776-0090 so in our seven silly minutes that we're going to um be receiving films made on presumably low budgets um since they have to be funny can it be funny horror flick (laughs) oh sure absolutely it just has to be funny so it can be any it's it's all right if there's an eyeball popping out as long as that turns out to be funny sure Have you ever seen? I mean, have you ever seen Peter Jackson's uh, Dead Alive? I it's never. It's a hysterical have. horror film, and it is it is one of the goriest. It's like a trip through a butcher shop, but it's hysterical. Herschel Gordon Lewis. He's Herschel Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very funny kind of happy trip through a butcher shop. That's right. Yeah, if you can pull that off. Well, uh, as audiences become more desensitized to gratuitous violence and desecration you're going to see more funny horror movies because they are becoming desensitized indeed uh the phone lines are filled up but if you call and it's busy you just uh keep trying back we'll go now to beverly minutes beverly calling uh from dayton today hello beverly hello hi thanks for calling and do you have a question for the film guys um just like how would they compare like some of the stuff that they're doing today with some of the things that roger corman has done in the past like I just said, I really think that audiences are more desensitized to the violence that used to be. Roger Corman used to kind of push those limits in the drive-in because he didn't have a whole lot of um, – uh, there was not a lot of restrictions back then. And so when you saw all that stuff, it kind of looks tame now compared to everything else. But it's still on the same scale, Roger Corman making very, very small economical movies horror. Somebody's, something's always going to scare you some way, somehow. And uh, that's – the the thing is that's different now between Roger Corman and what we have is Roger Corman had a genuine bona fide outlet for the movies. He had the drive-in movie. So now it's kind of DVD, wouldn't you say, Mike? It's uh, all kind of went to that. Yes. So, um, yeah, the DVD, I think, is like the drive-in movie of today almost. Oh, how funny. I catch people driving, driving around in their cars home. watching it in their cars. I've heard people across, in, in the cinema. and the actually internet for, for the low-budget horror films or low-budget films of any kind. Um, I gave an example uh, of a website, uh, ICanSmellYourBrain.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, if you go there, and, and my mummy was reviewed on yeah, this website, by the way. Yeah, they liked us. Nice you guys. will find many, 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 many self-produced direct-to-DVD movies that are of the sort of the Roger Corman ilk. You know, let, let's, we've got a camera, let's do this. And I'm sure some of them are just incredibly dreadful. Yeah, but their contest are rules are they had to cost 39 cents, right, George? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And there is another one. Actually, we found uh, sort of a competitor—not a competitor, but a another uh, a, a fellow from Dayton who has also produced a, a low-budget movie that's out on DVD. Yeah. Hey, hey! He well, was, the more the merrier. He was crowding us on that space. Are people allowed to edit edit the uh, the a longer movie down to seven minutes and submit it? 
if well, it's theirs, I mean, they yeah. you know, they can't like submit, you know, take like the Marx Brothers duck soup and edit you it can't down to steal ten stuff. minutes. Someone, you if you steal, steal your own work. ideas, but you can't steal content. If you can uh, mm-hmm. take it down to seven silly minutes, you can also seven enter. silly minutes. Yeah. Uh, Beverly, thank you very much for your call. Thank you. The number to call uh, to speak to our film guys, ask them a question about making a film, films they've made, questions about, you know, what what uh, your own prospects are, please do ring through 769-1998 or toll free across the country, 800-776-0090. We go now to Dave in Waynesville. Hey, Dave. How are you? Hey, I'm well, and welcome to Filmically Perfect. And do you have a question for the film guys? Well, not so much a question, but just kind of a, a thought. You guys were talking about low-budget horror films and the one that totally comes to mind right off the bat is peter jackson's bad taste oh yeah which that is, one is a little it's a little easier to see now but that one that one's pretty amazing for some oh, things it, he pulled off my wife and I, i'm sorry yeah, you go ahead go ahead dave oh my <laughs> wife and i kind of stumbled across it one day um and just pulled it off the shelf and watched it we had to watch it probably three times to get it all because we were laughing so hard <laughs> that we missed so much of it the first time around. Um, it was just an amazing, an amazing film. And uh, yeah, I, I wish more people could see that because they could, see, you know, this director who is now so venerated for uh, Lord of the Rings. Bad taste is much more what Peter Jackson is all about. <laughs> so many people it started really from that kind of realm. Uh, you know, John Sayles used to work for Roger Corman, and I was watching Eight Men Out last night, and it's such a nice movie. But he did the same thing. He did Piranha and all those crazy Alligator. Movies. Yeah. What was mm-hmm. the name of the one? Dave, tell me again the name of the movie that you said you la- laughed through the, that one, because I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. Bad Taste. Oh, it's just and called Bad Taste. That's it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were, all... I thought George was saying he had bad taste. I gotcha. <laughs> no, no, this 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 is the the uh, quintessential low budget horror film. I mean, I don't even think he made it for more than twenty or thirty thousand dollars. The whole film. Wow. And what was the um, year on that, George? Do you know? Oh gosh, it was the late late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, really but, young when he uh, did it. Uh, it was his first film. Indeed, there are there are wonderful documentaries. One with his mom about how she could never get dinner started because Peter would be baking his prosthetics in the oven. Oh. <laughs> yeah. you know. It just occurs to me that might be another way to learn uh, the ins and outs of making a movie, and that would be by watching the uh, the extras and the and the director's commentaries on DVD sets. Hey, Dave, thank you so much for calling today. All right, thank you. All righty. We go now, uh, well, let me first remind of the number, 769-1998. That's 937-769-1998. Or toll-free across the country, 800-776-0090. If you have a question for our film guys or for Mike Catchman from River Coast Film Distribution, uh, Scott joins us on the phone from Dayton. Hey, Scott, welcome. Hi, how you doing, Nikki? I'm well. What question do you have for the film guys today? Um, well, I... I've done some theater, uh, taken acting, and uh, I'm not interested in the actual um, filmmaking process, but wanting to see if there's a, a way of networking and getting into maybe meeting some people who are making films and maybe getting cast in some of these films. So what's a good uh, place to go, maybe, to put your shingle out, I guess? Right, right. Any ideas? All the film schools, you know, like Wright State, they, they're always hunting for actors, those guys. You know, when they're making movies, they're hunting for actors all the time. Um, yeah. But I always tell people to go to a theater town and just get that theater training because people that 
the active movies have got extensive theater backgrounds, the really good ones. Oh, really? The rest of them are just camera meat, and they just do commercials and things like that. Sure. So um, what's a theater town? You mean New York? Minneapolis. Okay. Not Los Angeles. Well, what about somebody living in, say, a little middle America town like Dayton? Well, the trick is, is to be doing it all the time. You can't do it 10 minutes a day. You need to be doing it three shows a day. I don't care what the... What it is, that's the only way you're going to get the training you need in order to get into the technical um, world of making movies. you got to have some yeah. theater background. And well, the only way to do it is just keep <clears throat> doing it, you know? Yeah. I was lucky enough in Dallas. A, um, I was able to score a gig in a major motion picture. Uh, they put out a casting call. I got uh, uh, casted as Holly Marie Combs' uh, pool partner in the movie Born on the Fourth of July. Oh, uh, but I just you know I just happened it happened on the lark. You know, I was taking theater at the time, and they were putting you know the word out for extra talent. Um, it's been a while back, but I'd sure like to get into it again. Definitely. Is yeah, it... One of the problems with the Midwest, especially Ohio, is I mean Ohio was kind of set at one point of being a big movie making state, but uh, uh, union issues have kind of put the kibosh on that a lot. I think I think JT can can fill in a little more about that. Well, we got some things afoot with Film Dayton and other things as well, so that might be yeah, changing. Film yeah, I mean, right. that may be changing now, but... I hope so. It's yeah. like everybody was shooting something in Cleveland or Cincinnati for a while there. So is there a way to sort of keep your finger on the pulse, maybe, of uh, putting your audition in, even while still living in Dayton? I mean, is there a trade magazine or a website or something if you're an I believe, actor? I was just going to say there are some, and I can't, unfortunately I can't remember the name of it, but I did see uh, like some websites for where actors can put up their resume and they can put up their reel and they can put everything up. I don't know if there's a fee for it or whatnot, but uh, there are some network or uh, website interactive things for actors now well people out there in los angeles that audition they they do sometimes six auditions a day you know it's, oh my goodness it's, it's all about volume yeah. you know that's well what it maybe is, you know? yeah a little bit better out there um uh, scott i guess you know just to keep be vigilant and maybe try to put your uh, i don't know is it feasible to actually leave the city and fly somewhere just for an audition i guess that'd be a pretty pricey proposition how bad do you want it yeah well yeah hey thanks <laughs> Hey, okay. Scott, thank you for calling. I think we've got uh, one more call on the line. We may be able to uh, fit that in before we wrap up here. Um, you, you could go, go ahead and call. We might have a quick one here if you want to try to ring through before the end of the show. 769-1998. That's 769-1998. Or you can call toll-free across the country, 800-776-0090. And I better call quick, though, if you want to get in before the line. And, gentlemen, as we, I think this may be the last call. Um, we go to Josh, who's calling today from Yellow Springs. Josh, welcome. Thank you. And what question do you have for the film guys or from Mike Ketchman? Sure. It's, it's kind of both. If you've already produced your movie, including all your DVD and packaging, what do you do to get distribution or to, to get your movie out there? That's a Mike Ketchman question. If it's all finished and you've got everything done, you have a UPC code on it? Yes. Okay. Um, I would just start submitting it to... Uh, well, you could submit it to River Coast Film Distribution, that's for sure. And if you go to okay. rivercoastfilm.com, you'll find, you know, email addresses and things like that. You could send it over to us. There's um a host of other independent um distributors out there and you just I guess you would I you know, you would just contact them and 
Give them a, a, either a call or just send a copy of your movie and tell them you'd like to have it distributed. And you basically hope that it sort of passes whatever their criteria is Correct. for distribution. Correct, yes. It's, it's not a given once you mail it out, obviously. But sure. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's what they're looking for, you know, they'll get back to you pretty quick. So, okay. Josh, I think that I think I'm putting all the pieces together, and that you actually have made a movie that uh, you're sending a copy of this way, correct? Yeah, I yeah. don't know if you've gotten it. I actually sent it on Tuesday. I don't know if you've gotten it yet. Yeah, I think uh, I think I saw the package. Now that I'm thinking about yeah. it, so uh, yeah, we'll get to that. And uh, and I guess that's how you start. Is uh, you probably should send to the most distributors as as possible. Absolutely. The, so like Let your them. odds increase, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you cut the seven silliest minutes out of it and send it as a short to us. Yeah. Can you find seven <laughs> silly minutes in your movie? Um, probably. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Josh, uh, thanks for calling. And you know what? Um, again, could you give your website again? It's uh, uh, rivercoastfilm.com. And you can check River it there, Coast. rivercoastfilm.com. Uh, check there. And uh, also, I think, you know, just maybe uh, volume in the beginning, send out maybe a lot of copies to a lot yeah, of if distributors. You go, if you go up and Google, you know, DVD distribution, you'll get plenty of opportunities up there. Okay. All right. Well, Josh, hey, uh, we'll connect with you, and hopefully you'll take part in our seven silly minutes. And, again, more details of that will be coming as uh, as the days roll off here. But do keep your web browser pointed to perfectmovie.net. Stop by here at wyso.org. Um, or, of course, um, just uh, generally keep, keep your ears open, and we're going to have something very cool for you indeed. Hey, Josh, thanks again for calling. All right, thank you. All right. Uh, gentlemen, as we roll out here, I want to give a special thank you to uh, Mike Catchman coming by from River Coast Film Distribution today. Thanks, Mike. No problem. Thank you. Glad being here. You bet. And as always, J. Todd Anderson, uh, my favorite film guy. Don't tell George. Thanks for being here today. Hey. My pleasure. George, I've always liked you best, and thank you for being along today. <laughs> George Willowman from the Library of Congress. Keep your ears peeled. Seven Silly Minutes coming your way, an opportunity to win fabulous prizes and cash and uh, maybe even come on Filmically Perfect and talk about the film guys uh, for a show of your own. All kinds of great things. We get to worship you. (laughs) (laughs) On Filmically Perfect on 91.3 WYSO. Gentlemen, thank you. See you next time. Ciao. Thank you for listening to an archival episode of Filmically Perfect. Please keep an ear out for new episodes of Filmically Perfect, coming very soon to iTunes and hosted on our website, www.perfectmovie.net. See you, please.